is up? What is up? Hey, gang. Welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Coach's Brain podcast. Uh, I believe this is season two, episode, I have no idea. We are we just keep recording these things, and eventually we put numbers on them, and at some point we'll have to roll this into season three. I have no idea. Okay. Um, guys, we have extra special guests on the podcast today. Ooh, um, hey. We kicked Kent out of the out of the podcast booth. He he might be dead. I'm not sure. I personally haven't seen him in at least a month. I know his baby is busy. He's going out. Of, he's I think he's resulted to Nate's travel schedule, which is pretty impressive. And yeah, I, he might be dead. He traveled out of the country, which might basically means he left Florida. And I don't know if he's coming back. So. Maybe in the future we'll see him on a podcast. Maybe we can zoom him in. Maybe he, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not sure. If we'll you're find out, out there, make contact. <laughs> make contact. <laughs> Send him a bat signal. Yeah. Um, guys, today we have Chelsea. Say hi, Chelsea. What's up? Chelsea is the owner, founder, oh, I am. creator, I am. CEO, mm-hmm. CFO, yep. COO, janitor. Yeah. yeah. All the above for yeah. Nude Nation Nutrition. I am. Chelsea, tell us what's up. What's up? Yeah. So um, I get to have all those titles because I quit my corporate job two years ago, tired of watching other people do things. I said, I'm going to be the CEO, president, anything I want to be of my own damn company. Chairman of the board. <laughs> yes. I did give my husband the chief puppy officer title. Um, it's on our website. So you'll see Chuck down there at the bottom listed as one of them. But yeah, Chelsea with Nude Nation, I've been doing nutrition coaching for two years. Um, I'll give, I guess, short background so you guys are like, who is this girl? Born no, and raised in no, Jacksonville. No, dude, give us a long background. Oh, cool. Born and raised in Jacksonville, went to Stanton, uh, moved away for college, played so- college softball, and then chased a career in sports marketing. Well, not didn't chase. Um, I was fortunate, I guess, to work for Rolling Sporting Goods for a while, but again, sat there and thought I'm smarter than most of the people I work with. I'm driven. I can do my own thing. Um, I was part owner of CrossFit 70 in Wentzville, Missouri and uh, coached. I'm a level two coach, gymnastics, aerobic capacity, love CrossFit, still do it. Um, And during my own weight loss journey, this is where the plan is. Plane doesn't land. I think I'm circling my, my background. Anyways, my own weight loss journey thought I'm working out religiously for all these years. Nothing is moving joined working against gravity and lost 30 pounds very quickly, which was pretty cool. So, um, just really believe in macros. I think it makes a lot of sense. The members in my gym started saying, how did you do that? Teach us, you know, you need to be a coach doing this. And I, you know, started the high, the side hustle thing. And then again, went back to sitting at my corporate job thinking I should do this for a living. So 2020 husband and I took a leap of faith to move back to AB and uh, start a life here, and it's just been going awesome. Nude Nation, lean full into it. Um, my parents have lost, my mom's lost 150 pounds. My dad has lost 90, 30 myself. You know, I have stories from anywhere from people just being happy and losing five to 70 pounds, but it's just incredible to watch somebody actually do something and make a change and make it sustainable. So, Nude Nation has paid off in that regard, paid off in work life balance, and now I'm hoping to get CrossFit Jack's Beach. I'll get fit looking good naked. <laughs> there you go. Look better naked. Yeah. I got a sticker around here somewhere that says that. Yeah, exactly. I'll get uh, you another one. <laughs> cool. So from Jacksonville. Yep. Went to Stanton. Stanton. 
Sure did. College Preparatory Academy? <laughs> Is it an academy? School. School? Yeah. College Preparatory School. Uh-huh. What year did you graduate? Ooh, Stan? Uh, 05. 2005. Yeah, 35. Math. Okay. I wasn't going to do the, do the <laughs> math on it. I was just curious. It's, it's fine. Just curious. Um, Because, you know, I graduated in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. Around that, around those years. Where'd you go? I went to Bishop Kenny. Okay. Yep. Nice. Graduated in 2000. Yeah, you had to wear uniforms. Had to Sorry. wear uniforms. No mm-hmm. worries. I remember because the time stamp was when I was in school was just getting started. Mm, I think so. It's like a 1906. No, then as I know, a as a magnet, I think is what oh, okay, it, like they yeah. changed it to like a magnet program and then it kind of rolled into when okay. that when that thing started. That could have been. Because I remember that being like a big deal at the time. Okay. Yeah. Mind you, this is also a hundred years ago. So still not 1906. Though, my so. memory on it might be a little uh a little vague. <laughs> yeah. Um cool. So then you went to school, played softball. Did. All right. What where'd you play softball? Georgia College and State University. Georgia College and State University. Yeah, so you've never heard of so it. So it's a college and a state university? It is. They know. are two different things. A college has less areas of study than a university. Okay. So it was established as a college. It's actually changed name six times. Established <laughs> as a college and then expanded to a university when they got more colleges within the university. Okay. Now you know. So got it. Okay. So and you majored in sports marketing. I did. And played softball. Yep. What position did you play? First base. First base? Yep. Okay. What division is Georgia College and State University? It is GCSU. Yeah. Good job. Nice. The first base, um, how'd that go? It was great. Okay. Great four years. Yeah. Set me up for a really good, um, I mean, we went to the Women's College World. It's not actually the Women's College World Series when it's D2. It's the Women's College and University World Series. (laughs) Yeah. Good one. Um, I chose Division Two is is the hashtag, but it's like yo D one didn't call right. D, like D two chose me. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's all I could get. Yeah. But no, it was great. Um, still have relationships with all those teammates, which is really cool. Even though my husband Chuck has never seen me play, he knows all of my teammates, and I'm like, I am a softball player in like my core. You and know, my heart. I, I I play ball. Yeah, all the time. But happen. I haven't played ball. Long time. Nope. Don't even want to throw one. Don't even want to, don't even want to see. No, Definitely. No, no rec league softball? <clears throat> no rec league. Definitely don't want to see a ground ball coming my way. No, I co- would. no co-ed softball? No, absolutely not. I, so I played a couple seasons of co-ed like rec league softball. Yeah. And the trick to co-ed rec league softball is having girls, females that played in college. True. Yeah. Because the guys don't matter. Okay. But if you have some girls that are like bang up ball players, you just smoke people. Yeah, that's Because cool. you can play. They Everybody has to play back in the outfield. There's like a line in the outfield that everybody has to stand behind if gotcha. girls are hitting. Oh, so you can just drop it in front that. of them all day. Gotcha. And then if you can take positions on the field that normally you have to have like your best players. Yeah. Like not saying your best players, but like in softball, you need somebody that can stand at first base and catch a ball. Yes. Like it's not the hardest thing in the world, but no. if you can like, hey, I got a girl pitching. It's important. And I got a girl at shortstop or third base, like that can like play. Yes. Like, oh my God, you're so much better. That's cool. And then you know, a couple guys that can hit like. I'm it's, still, you, just, I'm, you just crush people. I'm still not coming out for your yeah, team. It's been a long time. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I'm not doing anything. It's, problem with, honestly, for me, the problem, biggest problem with any rec league things, softball, football, all this stuff, is they end up playing games at 10 o'clock at night. Yes, on I agree a, with that. On a Tuesday, it's like, we have games from 7 to 11. It's like, but no. seven's too late. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Like, even people are like, hey, join a pickleball league. It's like, yo, I mean, as long as the games are like from 5 to 7. A.M. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that either. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I'm trying to. Get, I'm trying to get into this pickleball thing. I haven't actually played yet. 
Okay, I and haven't I, either. And I tried to, they're like, hey, come out and play with us. It's like at 6 p.m. It's 5 p.m. I'm like, guys, I have kids I have to put to bed. Like, oh, these yeah. times are, anything after like 5 p.m. is bad for me. Yeah, you're shot. I'm like, can we play at like, you know, 9 in the morning? It's pretty good for me. It's, yeah, and they're like, we have jobs. You're like, eh. Yeah, details. Pickleball. Details. <laughs> yeah. I, I have, my schedule's different than yours. Yes, exactly. It's like, I'm just assuming you schedule everything at, you know, 6 p.m. You don't want me there. So. So, so won't be there. So, so I'm not there. Not out for pickleball. But I, but I hear it's fun. I hear it's fun too. It's interesting. It's because it's gravitated from like it was like a really old person's game mm-hmm. for like a long time to like now like the kids are playing it. Yeah, exactly. And they're transferring all these tennis courts to pickleball courts. Well, now they have all the lingo of, oh, I'm a 4 I'm a 3.5. And it's like, yo, I just want to play. I'm probably going to be good. Well, they have a lingo? But mm-hmm, there's levels. Oh. Yeah. So you have to, I want a 3.5 is playing a 3.5, which. Oh, I, so they handicap. They have an index. Um, I guess you could look at it or like a ranking system. Yeah. Higher number, better. Golf wise would be a handicap, but yeah. Yes. And same in tennis, which I picked up playing tennis, but I only play this little like funny clinic thing. And so some people are very good and I'm like, what would I be? Like, what would my handicap be? I don't know. Yeah. So I played tennis as a child, as a youth. And I didn't know, I don't think we had rankings at that point. Okay. It was just like, you either beat this person or you didn't beat this person. Yeah. And like, literally we had like a ranking like almost like time card box yeah and your name went in the time card box with That's your thing funny. on it and if you ever wanted to move and every slot in the time card box had a number it was like started at one at the top down to like 50 or how many kids were playing okay and if you wanted to move up you had to challenge the person above you Ooh. and they had like they have like, so like a bracket yeah and they had like yeah. a week to like respond or you could just take their spot and Damn. and then you had to go play a tennis match and if you beat them you got to move up if not Sorry about your luck. And this is pre-cell phone, pre-everything. Oh, yeah. Like, you just like put So a if they just didn't show up, they might be ch- bumped out. You put a challenge in the office and they put a call out, phone call out. They're like, yo, Jimmy's going out of town. I'm going to move my card. Came up. <laughs> right? That's good. That's and like, good. and it was cool, but it like, they can't do that crap anymore. Kids would be like, there's oh, yeah. a ranking of us and we can't have a ranking of us be shown. It's like, oh, God. And there would be a 20 stuck to the back of it. Yeah. And like, not even a 20 anymore. Be 100. Yeah. Yeah. Just move me up. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like. The kids can't be ranked. It's like, whatever. It was like, and it was guys and girls. It was like, just all in the same, all in the same thing. Yeah. But, you know, the older girls were beating the younger guys. Yeah. But it were, didn't matter. But it didn't matter. It's like, hey, we gotta go, gotta go beat them. That's, yeah. Old yeah. school. And it was probably the same. Everyone was. You know, looking back, it was probably the same one or two kids that were at the top forever. Oh, I'm sure. But they were like, you know, they were like head and shoulders above everybody else. Or they never played and no one wanted to take them on. Yeah. Both. They didn't exist. They, they were also like, you know probably three years older than everybody else and like played in college and True. went pro and all these other things. And like, no one was beating them. Yeah. Like ever. And you're like, we'll, we'll just act like that's me on the softball field. Okay. <laughs> Very good. All right. So then we went to, sorry, this is the long story <clears throat> for background. Then we it's went cool. to college. We got yeah. out, we went we to work. Yeah. Um, when you were working, was you, were you owning part of in CrossFit gym at the same time as you were working in real job? Mm, good one. Cause, cause uh, owning came, a CrossFit gym apparently is not a real job. <laughs> <laughs> it came later. So, uh, I worked for Rawlings for 10 years and we owned CrossFit 70 for three, I believe the last three. So sad to say, it'd be funny if they listened, but we saw the previous owners <clears throat> start their marriage starting to fall apart and decided if we want a place to work out, we better do something. So it was like, actually, hey. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, if we want to keep the doors open. So a group of us went in and bought it, um, and yeah, I think it was three years that we were part of it. it. Seemed like longer, but you know, you know how it is, especially being a coach beforehand. You feel as though you were part of the ownership group before you actually had money in right. it. So I coached there. I got my level one in 2014, 
Um, just got my level two in 2020. Thanks to COVID stretching it out a little bit. Thanks for the extra couple months. But, um, yeah, so I felt like I had been a part of it. So taking it over was very natural, but yes, those things went together because, pardon me, we almost ran it as a club. So nobody took money out. Money went back into the box. Um, everyone had real jobs, real jobs. Gotcha. Yeah. Real jobs. Mm -hmm. The, um, it's interesting that COVID stretching out the level one. I think my original level two ran out during some point during COVID. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I get this redone. And I was like, I'm going to take my level three. And then <clears> it got up on me and I was like, oh, I can't do this. I emailed like, hey, blah, 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 blah. I had a kid, this other. Okay, cool. You gave me another year on it. Oh, nice. So then I stretched out for six years. And yes. then the next year came and I hadn't done anything to study for level three or sign up for level two or anything like that. And I was like, hey, by the way, I had another kid and COVID. <laughs> And they're like, his just keep on coming. And like getting the email back from somebody I actually know. And they're like, we hate you. <laughs> Get it together. Here's one in Jacksonville in like March. Go take that. So you have taken it? Yeah. I do. Okay. I do. I do. I do. Go take it. And I was like, you know, I was like, all right, I hate you guys. Yeah, that's funny. Like, we're like, the shot. I'm like, get that, get that seven year stretch on yeah. level two. Well, when people go get it after like six months, I'm like, yo, you're just throwing money out. Like you got five years to ride that dime. Yeah, I think I when I got my original level two, I had probably had my level one for three years. Okay, at that point, so that's okay. At that point, it was yeah, continuing it. It was get better. Like, yes, it was, and it was it was literally like the first the first one they did in Jacksonville after they re released the level two. Okay, after because it used to be like the coaches prep course, and then it, or it was like the original level two, like only was only out for like two years, like back in like two thousand nine. Okay, and then they got rid of that, and then they came back with like a coach's prep course that turned into eventually into the, the new level two, what it is today. Okay. And then great course, great any, course. Any level ones listening? Yeah. Great course. Great, great course. I highly recommend it. And yeah. then did that. It's different the second time. Mm. It is different once you've done it. And I, I, I say that's different. It's different with have already done the level two and being ex- for all lack of a better term, a very experienced coach. Yes. Right. Yeah. You know, I've coaching wise, I've, I've put in the hours. Yeah. Right. Like yep. the guys teaching the class are great. I've coached as many hours classes as they, they have. have. True. If, true, pro- true. if not, maybe more. True. Right. Over, over the years. Yeah. And so you're like, it's a different lens. Mm-hmm. You're watching it and you're like, okay, I see what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I don't like it. Oh yeah. And yeah. it's, and it's like, one of it's those, not me. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's one of those is like, I need to not raise my hand or we're going to be here all weekend long. Yeah. Like just sit back and shut up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Just do what they're telling you to do. We'll coach an air squad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Got yeah. this. That's interesting. And then it's like, you know, and it, but it's still, it's, it's good. It's honestly, for me, it was better to the second time around. I thought more beneficial for me, more than like feedback from my coaching from the instructors mm-hmm. was more watching other people do it and the feedback they got and the feedback I would have had for them. Oh yeah. That's and interesting. Kind of, and kind of cool. and just looking at it from a different angle. No, that's cool. Right. Cause yeah. you know, the reality is in my coaching profession, I don't coach that much anymore. So, but it's, I'm more coaching the coaches. Yep. Exactly. Right? So it's like, Hey, yeah, that's cool. you're coaching this person to an air squad. What were you thinking when you told them this? What mm-hmm. did, what did you see? Yeah. Okay. That's, was that there? Yeah. And they're like, well, was it? Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you fix it? Well, I think, do you think, or, you know, yeah, cause I don't think you did. Okay. You know? And it's yeah. like, okay. So if we didn't fix it, what could we have done to fix it? Mm-hmm. Was it fixable? And then you start going down these like rabbit holes of 
coaching. Yes. Right? It's like, well, you know, because not, not everybody you can fix in one session. Oh, absolutely not. And you might have other people you have to go fix. Yes. And, you know, it's not just one person. It's 12 people. got to do damage control on this. We're going to come back to you. But I got to at least say something to her. I'll yeah. be right back. <laughs> and, also we need yeah. to, and also, we need to stay on time. Mm. And yes. you need to check in with Tommy and make sure their weekend was good. Mm-hmm. And Susie had this from last week. Did oh, yeah. you follow up on that? You know, Susie got new shoes. Did you did you mention did that? Did we talk about it? Yep. By the way, are you playing good music? Because mm-hmm. this is awful. Yes. And then, <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's like these things that just keep rolling. And it's yeah. for new coaches, it's like giving them just a little bit, a little bit, a little yes. bit, a little bit. Feed that in. Like, okay. I think the biggest little thing you can give a new coach is how to use the clock. I remember the first class they handed me the, the remote. remote and I'm like, I don't, it had always just been set. I've never, I've never thought about this. <laughs> yeah. And the craziest thing is, is like I've used in my coaching career, three or four different brands of clock. Okay. Right? Cause you don't really rotate out of clocks. Oh, no, you get and one. It's, just, it's expensive. It's, it's there. You right? figure it out. Yeah. And they're the least intuitive remotes I've ever put my hands oh, on. Oh yeah. It's like, you know, you think, Hey, there should be a button on here that says start. There's not. No. Mm-mm. There's not like any like, you know, you've held TV remotes, you've held things in their, your phone, whatever. Yes. They're all very intuitive. You hold these remotes and it's like, no. in order to start an up clock, you need to hit exit, up, yes. set, zero, set the time, exit, zero, start, enter, okay, up. Yeah. You, you can know. customize your own Tabata. Can I just have a standard Tabata yeah. that the button says Tabata? Yeah, I just... I, I just and then you get to okay to, and it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Do you want the 10 second timer on? Do you want it to beep? Do you want, if you don't want it to beep, you need to take the batteries out, blow on them three times, submerge the remote in water, <laughs> pull it out, put it in your car for a weekend, bring it back in and it might work. <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah. Have you ever had to like change? Sorry, this is way off topic. We'll get back to nutrition in a minute. I promise. <laughs> Have you ever had to change anything in your vehicle? Like change the way like a, a a ding or something works in your vehicle. Oh no. Cause like, mm-hmm. I remember back in the day, it was like a four truck and you wanted to turn the seatbelt reminder off cause it starts beeping at you. Okay. And you didn't want to, in order mm-hmm. to like turn that off, you literally, it's like you read through the manual, it tells you how to do it. It's like turn the car to the on position, but not start back to off back to on like three times. Oh, interesting. Then like cycle the lock, the door lock <clears throat> three times, turn your flashers on three times, <laughs> click the seatbelt button five times, turn the engine on one time off, one time on, Mm-mm. and then hold on like for 10 seconds. And By like, this time I've bought a new car. Yeah. And you're like, it beeps too much. And you're like, what in the, this is like, <laughs> yeah. you feel like you're putting in the cheat code for Contra. You like, are. Upright, upright. You know, yeah. it's like, what in the hell? How does this, who designed this? <laughs> Like it's not beating on. I didn't even know my headrest was going to be yeah. automatic by now. Yeah, can you switch button on the screen? It says yeah. off. Yeah, no. but and it was like this can't work, and then it, it worked. It worked. Oh, and good. Then, and then you get the people that just like cut the seatbelt and like stick the end in the thing and leave it there. Yes, like, that's well, that's yeah. a little over the that top. Could have worked. It's a little over the top. <laughs> All right, so we started lean new nation nutrition. New nation nutrition. Sorry, and got mm-hmm. rolling with that. Yep. What made you want to focus on macros? Mm. Uh, I truly believe. Oh, go ahead. We're going to back it back up for just a second. Cool. What are macros? What? Yeah. That was the first question to my coach. Can we cuss on here? Uh, I think so. Okay. My first question to my wag coach, what are you going to tell me what the actual fuck a macro is? (laughs) I was like, I have heard this. I tried every diet, all the things I used to do the powders that you shook it up and it turned into chili. Loved it. Like, did all the things. If you tell me so like an MRE. It, yeah. If you tell me something's gonna work, I will go all in for it. I'm not a big question. I'm not I'm very coachable. Yep. Okay, okay coach, I'll do it. Um, so, anyways, 
ask what it was. What a macro is, is a protein, carb, or fat. Every food has these three things. Every You can assign anything to it. It's going to have a protein, carb, or fat value, uh, even if that value is zero of something. So why I started doing and believing in macros was it made sense. If every food is made up like this, how can I eat these three things and find my goals? That could be weight gain, could be weight loss, could be maintenance. Doesn't matter. It's a caloric setting broken down into these three things, proteins, carbs, and fats. So your caloric setting is based on your goals. So if you want to gain weight, you're going to be in a surplus of this caloric setting. Your protein and carbs might be higher. Your fat might be higher. If you are trying to get into a deficit for a loss, it's still going to be the same thing. No matter where your caloric setting is, macros are broken down into that for a healthy approach because I can eat 1600 calories in Snickers bar. Ain't going to look good. Ain't going to feel good. Ain't going to perform good. So how can I do it in a balanced sense and make it work for me? Hope that answers your question. Little quick breakdown of macronutrients there. Yes. Um, yeah. So they're the building blocks of which of what you're eating, yeah. right? And yep. using those in a formula, you can come up with a target goal, a target goal. for a client and what they're Clark going setting. what they're going to consume yes. on a is this now are they tracking macros per meal per day per week per month like how does how does how does it how does it work when you like how does it work? I do it per day. Okay. I say. You know, people are like, well, I did more yesterday than today. We got, let's just, let's keep it as simple as we can. These are the three numbers that you have to hit each day. I don't want to complicate it more than that. I think the less complications you have and the more routine you can be, the easier it's going to be to apply every day. So if we try to get into too much of this and that, I can do that with certain clients when we get to a, an expert level, but in general, these are the three numbers I want you to hit. These are the three numbers I want you to Concentrate on not even the number on the scale. I'll handle that. You handle these three numbers, proteins, fats, and carbs. The end of it. 24 hour day. Um, what if you're an overachiever and Mm -hmm. it's like, Hey, I want your protein to be 200 grams Mm -hmm. a day. Don't, don't, don't use these numbers. 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 200 grams of protein a day, but I'm an overachiever. I ate 300. (laughs) Do I, do I win? You don't win. No. What about you, I know I know carbs. Carbs are what caused me to be fatter. No. Oh, so if I yeah. if I'm mm-hmm. supposed to have two hundred carbs. carbs, what if I only do hundred? Mm, I'm definitely winning. Actually, you might be. <laughs> depends, you might be. Depends on what your goals are. Depends on what your goals are, and proteins and carbs are the same caloric value. So we could do some trade off. Yeah. But well, your no, not, expert not, level, not, not in the same level that I'm eating. I'm not also eating two hundred grams of protein. I'm I'm hitting my protein, but dropping way under my carbs. Oh, uh, okay. No. No. Yeah. Nope. I want you to hit that number. Yeah. So the idea is to hit at the number, not around it, not nope. under it, not over it. Not. And we don't even want to get into trade offs. I know I kind of let that little can out of the bag, but yeah. we're not talking about. Yeah. Trade-offs. I mean, once you once you kind of can find like anything, you can fine tune it, and you can get to where you're pretty good at hitting your numbers. And there, yeah, it's. The numbers are science-based. It's caloric. You could, there. there can be some give and take based off yes. where you are down the road. But starting off early on, it's very easy to just say, hit these numbers. Hit these numbers. Now, when we talk about hitting numbers, how do we go about hitting numbers? Uh, it started, starts by reading a nutrition label. Oh, so what's that? It is <laughs> – damn, let's see what it is. <laughs> Pardon me if I do your coffee. It's yeah. right here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're going to look at the fat, carbs, and protein breakdown on – any nutrition label, if it doesn't have one, that's what the handy old USDA does for us. 
Uh, but we're just going to look at those numbers. Um, yep. Thanks to 2022, we have an app that can follow it. We have many apps that can follow it. Yep. But you could do it as simple as writing it down. That would just be pretty brutal. Or you could use an app for it that's going to track it. Personally speaking, every time when I do, when I get deep into it, I like to write it down. I keep a like a note card literally right next to my scale in Perfect. my kitchen. Yeah. And I just write down for the day. Like I write down what I'm doing. And that's now cool. it's like lunch, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And I just kind of write down. I typically breakfast. It's going to be the same thing every day. Awesome. So I just know. That's great. I know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't have, you know, after like a, a week of counting the same exact thing, mm-hmm. you know what it is. It's yes. not, there's no, you know, okay, cool. It's this. Yeah. Um, and then you've already learned how to measure it. You already, everything's dialed in. That's great. And then lunch, you know, lunch changes, dinner changes here yeah. and there, but like doing yeah, that, but I write it down. And then at the end of the day, I go put it in the app. Okay. That, that way from day to day, I have a track and I can see where it's at, but like, it's just easier for me. I don't like personally, I don't like making lunch dinner, whatever it is, whatever meal it is. Yeah. I don't like making it, weighing it, and then sitting there and putting it in my app. While it's sitting there steaming delicious. While, while I'm like to trying out. to eat also, it's easier for me just to weigh it, write it down, weigh it, write it down, weigh it, write it down, go eat. Yep. I actually have a uh, whiteboard on the side of my fridge, so I just jot it down, yeah. CrossFit style, right? Or part two, I just got this fancy scale in this week. It'll know what's on the scale, and it'll Bluetooth to my app. That's that's what. It's, 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 getting, it's, getting cra- it's getting a little crazy. It's overwhelming right now. I'm using it as a scale. Yeah, it's getting, <laughs> it's getting still, crazy. still doing my I use, whiteboard. I use one button on my scale. It's like on zero. Yes, zero, yeah. zero, zero. Yeah. Um, and then when my scale battery works, and then the battery, like I use, it's funny. Uh, true story. Like the only thing I weigh and measure on a daily basis currently in my life is the half and half I put it in my coffee. Ah, that's a good start. And I've been doing that for years. Okay. That's the only thing I measure. Because you want your coffee a certain way or because you care about I want it a certain way, but years ago, I think I I was doing it for, you know, counting macros. And I think over time, I also wanted to start, I don't know if you like measure the half and half you put in your coffee. You can get way out of hand real quick. Yes. So I want... I want to bring that number down. So I started like weaning myself off of half and half okay. and seeing where you like your coffee. Yeah, seeing to, where yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. where I like Great. my coffee, but without having like a actual number, I'm pretty good at freehanding it now. I can good. get pretty close, yep. but like, I know where that number is and I scales right there. I pulled down measure like a few months ago, the battery was starting to go out. So it was like, I had to be like, once you push the button and put it on, <laughs> go you got to be super, <laughs> be super quick. <laughs> like time's out. You're like, Son of a-. Yeah. and then they're like, eh, okay, we're there. I get that. Yeah. And like we, we travel and don't have the scale or something. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, that's, okay, why you, that's why you practice though. Yeah. That's why you do it so repetitively that I know what four grams of coffee meat, which I use very high class coffee drinker feels like on a spoon. I never have to do it again. Oh, way more than that. <laughs> so I'm at 60, 60 grams of uh half and half. Ooh. Okay. Just two servings. I think. And then what's the fat content on that? I don't care. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't care. Yeah. Well, not your yeah. total goals right yeah. now. Yeah. That's not messing me up. And then I did then a uh, half a scoop of vanilla protein. Mm, okay. In there. There we go. But you don't weigh the scoop of protein. I don't weigh the scoop of protein, but I have in the past. Okay. So I know that. So when you're on it, you know, you weigh and measure everything. Yeah. I know that scoop, what it is. Yep. Same thing I just said. If I I went and looked it back up in my numbers, I could tell you exactly what my cup of coffee is. Yeah. But I don't anymore. I don't care. Yeah. Today. No, it's whatever is in there. Yeah. Whatever's in this thing. I don't know. Um, yeah. So we weigh and measure, we go through what happens when we mess up a day. It's fine. Start back up. It's a burpee. Get up, clap, dust yourself off. Okay. Start back up the next day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. What about, so you're, you're big on macros and counting macros. I am. What about to you? What is the, what's the coolest part about macros versus mm-hmm. something else? Inclusivity. Inclusivity. Okay. Yes. I 
am not a fan. Even more, I understand. I don't like anything being off the table. For some people, it's great. For some people, it the black and white clear cut line is awesome. And you can do that too, but you can do that personally. You can say, I will never have this again. Cool. Good for you. I think there are abstainers and there are moderators. I'm a pretty good moderator as long as it's not open on my kitchen counter and tempting. Um, but anyways, I can put in dessert every single night and I don't have to tell myself I never have that. You know, I can have the random glass of wine with a friend. I can have this or that if it fits in my numbers. And I think that is fantastic. And I can be flexible. You know, if you and I wanted to go out and grab mini bar after this, I could put that in, even if my day wasn't planned that way, the flexibility and the lifestyle and being able to have anything in moderation, nothing in excess is perfect for me. Good. Yeah. And again, it's some people, you know, individuals like different things better. Like, Hey, paleo works really well for people. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't get me started on keto, but keto works really yeah. well for people for a very short period of time. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, and, and then different things, right? Um, as a coach, you know, in my background in coaching people, I like macros. One of the coolest parts about it is it's repeatable. It's measurable. It's observable, repeatable, Boom. right? It's science-based, right? Yep. It's like, here's numbers. Go hit those numbers based off those numbers and the information you have given me to start, mm-hmm. you know, height, weight, activity level, you know, age, body type, these different things, yep. I can make you numbers, mm-hmm. your macro numbers to yep. hit. And if you hit those numbers exactly like we've talked about for two weeks, we can then go look at them and say, are we going in the right direction? If not, mm-hmm. we can adjust those numbers accordingly. Yep. Right. And then over time we can change. Does your activity level change? The numbers might need to change. Yep. Does your age go up? The numbers might need to change. <laughs> right. Are we, you know, and, and all those things. Season of life. Do yeah. you care about things? Is it, yeah. is it winter and you, you're fine? Do, is you it... know, do you no longer care about apps it, and you want ice cream? Right. Exactly. These are real things. Mm-hmm. So finding, finding the different numbers, but having like empirical data. Yes. Right. It's data driven. Essentially. It is, is data driven. To. You can do it on a spreadsheet and I love a good spreadsheet. <clears> right. <throat> prefer somebody else to do it on a spreadsheet and just yeah, tell me what, yeah. tell me that's what Chelsea does. Yeah. She does the spreadsheet. Yeah. I, I can just live, right. my, live my life. Yeah. And then, I ate these things. Yeah. And then send an email and she goes, why did you do this? And you know, Hey, uh, sorry, sorry about that. Yeah. You know, whoops. It's like talking <laughs> to your, it's like talking to your accountant. They just point out your fault, your faults and exactly you, you fix it. Yeah. Um, but then you go through and it's like, okay, this worked, this didn't work down, the, down the line. And as a coach, it's like, Hey, you're, are you hitting these numbers? Yeah. This isn't working. Okay, I adjust the numbers, adjust the numbers, adjust the numbers. At some point, you're lying to me. <laughs> yes. There's right? something you're not yeah. accounting for. Listen, Ooh, I got a good one on Listen, that. as a coach, I saw this isn't working, this isn't working, this isn't working. And I said, you know what? I'm going to adjust these numbers down, way down. And I'm going to make mm-hmm. sure your caloric intake is below your output or your output is – bl- Yeah, that way there's no way you cannot be like trending down. Yes. We're eating 500 calories a day. Yeah. Something – you know, and, yes. you know, and that's not long-term, but as a coach, you're like, I'm just going to, we're just going to bottom this out and see where they're at. And then, oh, you're, you're still gaining weight. So yeah. there's a disconnect here somewhere. Yes. We can look in a lot of things and I would never put someone on 500 counters, no, by the way, just, but just, there's something cool that round, you're, round you're saying, and you're not even noticing. You said, give it two weeks. Let's see. Give it data. Let's see. It, this is not, oh, oh, tomorrow I'm, I'm up three pounds on the scale. Yo, give it some time. Yeah. Let's see this. Let's see yeah. your consistency and your accuracy and see if this even pays off. And once that's not paying off, now we'll make an adjustment. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing with macros. I love anyone that will take a try and take a shot. 
but you've got to trust the process. Yeah. You've got to lean into it. Yeah. And it's not because it's hard. It's because you're going to make errors. It's because it's not, it's not, oh, I can't have that. It's okay. Can I have some of this? You know, I see errors as an opportunity. So let's make errors. Let's forget to put that thing in and then let's straighten it out and boom, maybe something changes. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's like shit. It's, it's trust the process, mm-hmm. right? The process works if you trust it and do it right. Yeah. The, it'd be like, hey, it'd be like coming out and saying, hey, I want to run a marathon. I signed up for a marathon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start training for a marathon today. I've never ran before in my life. And yeah. tomorrow I can't run a marathon. Yeah. What the hell? I quit. You could. It just might hurt. Or maybe you can't. Or maybe you can't. Maybe you get shuttled off. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. You know, but like it's, it's, you're not going to train for a marathon in, in a day. No. With no, with no input, right? It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So it's, there's time. It's same with fitness and everything else. It's trust the <laughs> process. It's not, Hey, sign up for a gym program today. And tomorrow I've, I'm, I'm in the shape I want to be in. Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? You know, some people might get there in six months. Some people might take six years. Some people mm-hmm. might take 15 years. Yep. But guess what? In 15 years, you're infinitely in better shape than you were when you started. You're probably life expectancy is oh, yeah. much better. You're yes. in, all in all health-wise, you're in a better place than you were when you started. Yeah. And you can continue in healthy habits and all these good things down the line. Wait. All right. With it. Um, we got to wrap this up because we are getting long-winded. Oh, really? That's uh, funny. No, nah, I'm not really. But um, yeah. see what's going on. So, Chelsea, where can people find you? Nude Nation Nutrition on Instagram and Facebook, my Facebook business page, follow it. Cool. But follow Instagram. That's where I really am. Okay. Yeah. Do what the kids are doing. Do the IG. Are you on TikTok reels? I'm not. No, I said I'm 35 at the start of this. Dude, you got to get TikTok <laughs> in your life. Yeah. So, it's so hard. We try. We've done like four TikToks and I'm like, we need a TikTok every week. And then we, we don't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm over here. Like I'll just keep making podcasts. Yes. Cause apparently I don't mind talking. Yeah. So yeah, there you, go. Which, you got a voice made for radio kid. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> not really. A face made for radio. Oh. Then, uh, <laughs> other than that guys um hope you liked it if you need to learn more about it go hit chelsea up on at nude nation nutrition on instagram you can hit us up we can give you a contract our contact information we'll probably put her contact in the show notes down below don't forget to like subscribe follow all those fun things and catch you on the next one cool thanks chelsea appreciate it yep